Today on Locked on Ducks Hockey, we have our first trip down on the farm as the San Diego Gulls played at the pond last night. This and much more today on Locked on Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, everyone. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on this beautiful Tuesday morning. And it's officially October. That can only mean four things. One, pumpkin spiced everything can be found everywhere. Oh, man. Two, it's playoff baseball time, which means absolutely nothing in Anaheim. (laughs) Of course, it means a lot up the road in Los Angeles, where the Dodgers are in the playoffs. Three, It's officially the first month of the regular hockey season. That's right, guys. Hockey is back officially tomorrow. So it is time. The games count now. And four, I'm awake because September has ended. Before we get into today's show, you can listen to this show or any of the shows on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Spotify. In addition to all that, you can go over to your Alexa smart device and say, Hey Alexa, play Locked on Ducks and hope that you hear me on the other end. And if you don't, then you might be going to the college podcast for the Oregon Ducks. So if you're listening already, be sure to please hit that subscribe button to listen to this podcast daily. Tell your folks, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your neighbor's dog, you know, tell everyone. We've got a podcast for the Ducks daily, so be sure to listen in. Also, this show has a Twitter account. You can follow us at LO underscore Ducks. And you can follow me personally at StimpyJD. Yes, Stimpy. So, alright. I was hoping to break down the Anaheim Ducks final roster today. But that hasn't been released yet. Since the NHL season kicks off tomorrow, final rosters for each team are to be locked on, sorry, or locked in today. Also, the league kicks off their season with Green Day apparently being the band that helps promote the league. Yeah, really. Green Day. I mean, there are worse bands out there, and it certainly beats Nickelback. But what is it with the NHL going back to bands that were popular two decades ago? It looks like the NHL in general is throwing it back to two decades ago with some of the alternate jerseys we're going to see this coming season. The Canucks, Blues, and Kings are wearing 90s-era jerseys in the 2019-2020 season, but maybe I'll save that breakdown for another show. Since we're not looking at a final roster today, we will save that for tomorrow's show. In the meantime, and this is very lucky, we had a hockey game at the pond last night, and hopefully most of you guys were there. Judging by the crowd last night, it was a fun one. It was a free admission event with free parking and general seating. The entire lower bowl was filled to the brim, and even the club level was pretty full. Even better, there were a plethora of fans seated in the upper bowl, something that hasn't occurred in previous AHL games at the pond. So that was really encouraging to see. So if you guys were there, thanks for coming out. Yes, we are officially going down to the minors and looking at the San Diego goals. The goals roster will change after today since the Ducks will make plenty of cuts before today's roster deadline. Before Monday's tilt against the Ontario Reign, the goals added goalie Kevin Boyle, La Mirada native Chase DeLeo, Andreas Martinson, Andrew Podorowski, Yanni Hockenpah, and finally, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, or, or sorry, uh, K- 
Kiefer Sherwood. Wow, I got that mixed up. See, it's... <laughs> oh, see, I've been watching 24, and I easily get that, get that name mixed up. So we're talking about Kiefer... Ah, again, Kiefer Sherwood, who wore number 39 last night, not number 24. <laughs> wow. Kevin Boyle is a name that should be familiar with Ducks fans as he made his pro debut last season after injuries forced Gibson to miss some time. Boyle played in five games with the Ducks last season, so that's a small sample size. However, looking at his stats with the goals, he's played in 97 games over three seasons with a goals against average of 2.68 and a career save percentage of 0.916. Last season was his breakout campaign as he had a great 2.27 goals against with an excellent .924 save percentage in only 19 games. Now, okay, the reason he only played 19 games down in San Diego was because he spent the majority of last year up with the Ducks, mostly serving as the primary backup goalie. Blake Piatella is certainly another name to look out for as he was signed by the Ducks on a one-year, two-way contract. Okay, for those of you new to hockey, basically, a two-way contract means that a player could easily move up and down between the NHL and the AHL without either going through waivers or signing a new contract. So that player's salary is dependent on how much time he spends in either league. So if you have a player that's signed for 800000 in the NHL but only 90000 in the AHL, that rate would be prorated based on how long he spends in the NHL and the AHL. So that's how two-way contracts work in this league. It's a good idea for a lot of players. For Blake Piatella, I could see him going up and down this season. Uh, but back to Blake. The left winger was originally in the double system, netting 46 points in 50 games last year in Binghamton. On Thursday's preseason game in Ontario, the speedy winger pulled off a hat trick. It was a very impressive hat trick too, because he pretty much dominated the game at Toyota Arena, getting to the corners. Speeding past the sleepy Ontario defense. I mean, it was a 10 a.m. game after all. Yeah, 10 a.m. for a preseason game. Are you kidding me? I mean, most people have to get there by 8 a.m. to work a 10 a.m. game. And the reason Ontario does this is it's their annual back-to-school game where they bring a bunch of students in from different schools, give out tickets, and I got to tell you this. Having 6,000 screaming kids into your ears can make them bloody. It's a fun game, but oh man, when you hear 6,000 kids shrieking, bring some earplugs, guys. So another player to watch out for is Andrew Podorowski, who also signed a one-year two-way contract with the Ducks this past offseason, helping lead the Charlotte Checkers to the AHL's Calder Cup. He scored 12 goals and 11 assists in 18 AHL playoff games with a plus 15 rating. That's 23 points in 18 games. And the plucky winger figures to play a key role in the goal's offensive scheme and should be a second or third liner in their future. Finally, I want to introduce the name Chase DeLeo to our Locked On Ducks audience. He is a SoCal native born down the street in La Mirada, California. He won the Ed Chinoweth Cup with the WHL's Portland Winterhawks in 2013 and made his Ducks debut last season playing one game in Anaheim. Last season, he played 66 games and accumulated 55 points for the goals. He grew up as a Ducks fan and frequented the Ponda when he was still a child. 
Last season, he was a key component in their penalty kill and figures to have that same role this season. Those are some of the players to watch out for down in San Diego. Before we head into the first intermission, I want to remind you that you can listen to this show via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Also, be sure to check out other hockey podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Canucks for you puckheads in Vancouver, or our favorite rival, Locked On Kings. Sarah Avampado is the host of that podcast, and, you know, she does a great job there. So I thought I'd give a shout out there. Did we just become best friends? Yeah! Hey, in the end, we're all one big hockey family, yeah? Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this has been a fun one so far, and I've enjoyed my first couple days on the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you may have heard me, for those of you in Anaheim, pinch hitting for Locked On Angels over the course of the baseball season, but now that hockey season is here, I'll be your primary host for Locked On Ducks, although we might have some special guests in the near future, so be on the lookout for that. And I gotta say, I love the San Diego Goals goal song. The first time I heard it down in San Diego, I remember saying to myself, man, this is really catchy. Great guitar riff, right amount of energy and drive for this San Diego crowd. I don't know. I love it. And don't at me for this. I think the Goals song is slightly better than Bro Him for the Ducks, but that's just my opinion. I mean, Bro Him's a cool song. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know what it is about San Diego's song. It just sounds really good to me. Maybe it was the first time I heard it. I went, man, this is fun. I love it. All right, let's go back to last night at Honda Center where the Ontario Reign visited the San Diego Goals. On their previous tilt, the Goals pulled off a 5-2 victory at the newly named Toyota Arena. This time, both teams had some new players added to their rosters. I mentioned the new San Diego players. The Reign added goalie Cal Peterson, Martin Frick, Kale Clegg, Jarrett Anderson-Dolan, Mikey Anderson, Mikey Isimont, and Mikey from the Life commercials. So plenty of new players all around. And here's how this game went down. Started off kind of slow. Both teams were kind of filling out each other. With these two teams, the Reign and the Goals, they've had this intense rivalry that's only a few years old. But every time they play, we can guarantee at least one fight. And there was a very good heavyweight tilt early on as Chaz Redekop took on Steven Ruggiero of the Goals. And it was a heavyweight battle, good battle. Chaz Redekop got a few more punches in, but that's okay. And then we kind of got into it in the first period, where a turnover from Brent Gates Jr. resulted in a rain goal from Sean Dersey. So it was one nothing early on in the first. The goal was by Sean Dersey with the helper from Rasmus Kupari. Then we move on to later on in the period, and Chase DeLeo... He had a great opportunity early on at the 13-15 mark, but he was stonewalled by Cal Peterson on a fantastic breakaway. And what happened was DeLeo kind of stayed ahead of the defense on the power play, and it was a one-on-none, but he was stopped immediately by Peterson. Then at 14-16 of the first period, the goals broke through on a two-man advantage. Chris Weidman had the goal from the point, and Blake Piatella, who was mentioned before, and Corey Trop got the apples, so that game was tied at one. And then later on in the period, Doty for the Kings, he had an excellent chance to score late in the first, 
but he held the puck way too long, resulting in a bad turnover, and the goals almost took advantage right there, but they just couldn't pull through. So both teams really took a beating that first period. Moving on to the second period, and at the 2.08 mark of the second period, Martin Frick rang one right off the post for Ontario, so Boyle completely dodged a bullet from his right, and they were still tied in the second period. But then later on, another shot went off the post, but this time for San Diego, as Martinson almost put one home while falling down, but it was just slightly wide and it hit the bottom of the post. So both teams ringing off the post, still tied 1-1. to Then at 9.26 of the period, Kopaka, from a saucer pass, was stopped by Cal Peterson once again. And it was a perfect sauce pass that went about three feet into the air, landed square on the ice, and Kapaka had a great opportunity but just could not get it through. And then Mikey Isimont for the rain nearly drilled one off the goals goalie Kevin Boyle. In fact, that shot went right off Boyle's lid and nearly went in behind him but just didn't. And then later on, Kiefer Sherwood rang another one off the post for San Diego, and both goalies were really being tested late in that second period. And at the end of two, it was still tied at one goal apiece going into the third period. The third period is where I really started to see the goals make some very sloppy plays. And and early on, only at the two-minute mark of the third period, is we had a very, very sloppy turnover from Broadhurst that almost led to a goal. Alex Broadhurst had the puck in his possession, tried to pass it back, but it was sloppy all around. The passes were not connecting. The goals came out of the third period pretty flat. And then another sloppy play and a turnover from San Diego. This time, Corey Trapp was in the middle of that. And that resulted in an Ontario goal, putting the rain up 2-1. to one. And that goal was from Anderson Dolan, and Kale Clegg got the assist. And then at the 10-minute mark of the third period, Alex Doty made what could be described as a preseason mistake and had a wide-open net and decided to pass it to Justin Clues which resulted in a shot just wide of the net. And yes, it's the preseason. You're prone to these mistakes. I'll call it a preseason mistake. Dosti probably could have taken that shot. Might have been a goal, even though it was a slightly worse angle. If you have that open net, you got to take that shot. Try not to be too cute with the puck, right? And then only one minute later, Sherwood was stonewalled once again by Cal Peterson on a perfect pass from Corey Tropp, but Cal Peterson was on top of his game that day. It was a spectacular save, folks. And then the rain catched San Diego falling asleep on defense at the 12.01 mark of the third period as Lance Buma rang one off the post, but Sheldon Rempel was there to pick up the loose change, and it became 3-1 Ontario. And then finally, later on, at 14.27 of the third period, the local boy finally scored a power play goal, and he celebrated immensely. As the SoCal native, Chase DeLeo, netted a perfectly placed goal where Mama left the cookies. Top shelf goal, and that brought the goals to within one. But Blake Piatella missed a golden opportunity with 320 left in regulation, and that's how the score would hold. Final at the Ponds, the Ontario Reign won the game 3-2, to 
and that's the last preseason game. That means from here on out, all the games matter, both in the National Hockey League and the American Hockey League. So if you want your daily updates on both, check out this podcast, Locked on Ducks. Make sure to subscribe. We will have at least a weekly update down on the farm from San Diego. And folks, that'll do it for today's podcast. You can download today's show or any of the previous two episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Also, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And you can follow me personally at StimpyJD. And if you follow the Ducks Twitter account, you'll typically see a bunch of tweets during the Ducks game, typically live tweeting the home games. Actually, should be live tweeting all the home games this coming season and many of the road games. And you might have fun pictures like Wildwing up there. See, even Wildwing approves of our podcast. And if you guys follow those Twitter accounts, you'll see some updates on your baby Ducks as they take on the baby Kings throughout the season. And once again, if you were at the game last night, thanks for coming out. Great crowd. I'd also like to thank everyone for listening, and I look forward to being your host once again throughout this regular season in Anaheim. And once again, got to thank my buddy Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Angels. Thanks again so much for this opportunity. Really appreciate it. So got to give him that shout out. For Locked On Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying, have a great Tuesday. I'll see you at the rink and stay cool, Anaheim. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.